1: Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started.
2: What's up, guys? You're listening to the Final Cast on the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. I'm Brad. And I'm Matt. What's up, Matt? (laughs) What's going on? What's going on, buddy? Not much. Uh, I want to start off the show, like, just real quick. We kind of do that every now and then where we say what's new in the box. But you don't have something that can fit in the box, so... What's new a in the garage? Very big box.
3: <laughs> so I am the proud new owner of not only a Venom P-127, which is so nice, but I also have an uh, SS-107 that I got. So I got two new kayaks in the garage, which is awesome.
2: Heck yeah, that's cool. I'm pumped to uh, see that. I, I want to try the one, 127 out. I haven't. We haven't tried it yet because we broke the rudder at the expo. We did.
3: We did. Yep. Broke the first one in Ohio. Just snapped it right in half. It's great. Yeah.
2: But yeah, you got to let me try it when you, when we get out together. It'd be fun. Oh, for
3: sure. I just got to get out, man. I, I feel like the last two weeks of my life has been go to work, come home, go to sleep, go to work, come home, go to sleep, get the weekend off and then run softball tournaments. Yeah. Like it's just been nonstop. I haven't got to, I haven't got to be able to fish in like a week and a half. I'm going insane.
2: Yeah. That stinks. I went, like, Saturday, Sunday for about an hour or two both days. But
3: How's the, the Crescent Scholle holding up so far?
2: I dig it, dude. That thing paddles really well. I'm debating on putting Newport on it. I still don't know what I want to do. I'm going back and forth.
3: I think um, you should just take a page out of Drew Gregory's book and put a XI-505-pound thrust on the front of it.
2: I don't want to do that, but... It's cool because but I don't want to. because
3: because why not why not have a hundred and five pound thrust on a flight boat? Yeah, <laughs> you no, know it, it. I
2: saw that video. It was cool, and he was flying. But
3: oh no. yeah, dude, I, I'm surprised he didn't get on plane. Yeah, but
2: anyway, man, we got we got a cool episode planned for you guys. We're bringing back on John Thomas from Yak Gadget. He has released a bunch of new stuff since last time we talked to him. I think it was in march and matt well, you were still like a guest host
3: i was a guest host yeah, yeah it was like it was either i was a guest host or it was the week i joined
2: yeah it was something i like remember
3: that. it was back right back. on the cusp yeah so but anyway right what's up john welcome back
4: what's going on fellas not much how you doing brother uh I'm doing good. I keep making crap, so I must be doing all right, I reckon. I don't know. I feel like Tony Stark. I need to start blowing up some suits or something. Dude, (laughs) I dig
2: it. it. I dig that you're always coming out with something new, because then we can have you back on the show. And yeah, Having you on our show is one of my favorite times to do the podcast, just because you're easy to talk to and you make cool products.
4: Well, I'll I'll, I'll share a secret with y'all. That's the only reason why I make stuff, so I keep coming back on here. i have a great time too man it's like i was like man I, they're not going to invite me back i need to make like another 45 products
3: i can tell you right now i promise if uh we'll just make a contract you keep making stuff you'll keep coming on
4: that's exactly right <laughs> for every 10 products you'll have me on every week the way i'm going right now i don't know what's oh, wrong with yeah, me we'll
3: just we'll just change it from the final <laughs> cast to the yak gadget show Call i'm in out. man I, hey i'm in <laughs> Yak Gadget hey, Show
4: brought to you by Yak Gadget. That, that wouldn't sound biased <laughs> at all, would it?
2: And hey, we got like 13 different shows. You could be on a different show each week.
4: Hey, That would be awesome. I can have a, I can have Yak Attack on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that would go great. <laughs> I bet it would. Oh, I can imagine the viewer count and on that would be ridiculous. Oh, I'm yeah, man. You
4: just call it the Fight Zone or Fight Club. Yeah. That would be awesome. I love those guys, man. I yeah, I I really do, man. I ain't got no problems with anyone. I just yeah. uh, I'm just down here in Tennessee making stuff. But
2: it, you guys kind of like you kind of make some similar products, but for the most part, you guys went completely different ways. You know what I
4: mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where um, what we've kind of done is we've let. The consumers drive us in terms of, and that's why you know when you guys last talked to me, I had I had been working shows ad nauseum Mm -hmm. because that's my market research. I mean, I I go to the shows and the customers tell us exactly what they want. It's it's no secret. I mean, if I'm not I'm not some inventing genius or anything. I just listen to the feedback that we get from our awesome fan base and customers and everyone else guys like yourself tell me what you want. And it's up to me then to either figure out a way to deliver that or, or, you know, or not make it, you know, depending on, on what makes Mm -hmm. sense or what doesn't. But for the most part, if, if I look at it and I do the extensive research that we do, then, then we're going to work on making that item. And that's why stuff keeps coming out. Um, Mm -hmm and I think that's what drives us and I'm sure it's that way for yak attack as well. I'm sure it's that way for, for yak gear and, the, you know, and a lot of other, uh, larger mm-hmm. manufacturers, you know, including kayak companies. But I think for us, what's been kind of neat is, you know, with the way that we make things with our process, it, it's more accelerated for us just because we have the flexibility to do it. Um, If it was all plastic injected, molded, we would be a lot more limited in our ability to get things out as quick as we do. And that's what we take advantage of. Now, our cost per item in in terms of what it costs us to make it is high, but then our flexibility is also high, where if you get things plastic injected, molded it costs you some money on the front end with the mold but after that then it's pretty it's pretty nominal or pretty minimal when when you make it per part but it also takes you longer and you've also got to go through different adjustments and variations and testing to make sure that that product is strong on every every time plastic is injected in that mold so that your quality of your products don't suffer so there's a you know there's a I think our philosophy to keep it more CNC related Mm -hmm. and maybe even some uh, thermoforming. I don't know. I mean, I have some things on the docket for plastic injected, but if I do, that's going to be like nylon. It's going to be pretty thick walls because that's the way we build things. We, we just don't want you to have to be replacing stuff every season. Mm -hmm. Um, So for us, you know, I think what we're proud of is the fact we have been able to do, you know, a lot of different items, and we make, I mean, we're one of the few companies that make something for every part of your boat, whether it's anchor systems, whether it's motor mounts, whether it's, um, you know, now our new triple plate initiative, or, uh, you know, whether it's storage accessories, track-mounted accessories, all those things, like, we're one of the few, I, we might be, I don't, I'm not going to say we're the only company, but we might very well be the only company that Make stuff in all those areas. I mean, you you know, you have companies like Anchor Wizard. They only make they only make you know a couple of items, and and it's only in one category or mm-hmm. power, micro power pole. You know, Yak Attack before us was definitely the most expansive in terms of all the different things they made, but they never really didn't veer beyond track mounted accessories very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there's a reason for that because it's highly profitable. Uh, it, it, um, it's also easier to achieve. The molds are smaller. They cost less to, to get made or, or, and it's more cost effective to do it. So there, there's a lot of reasons why they've done what they've done. We've kind of, uh, attacked a much broader, you know, target area. Cause we kind of make just about everything for a kayak, mm-hmm. uh, which is good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely have, <laughs> I have my opinions on that most certainly, Uh, But for us, it's been mostly good just because, you know, when our plastic comes in, we have the flexibility to choose what we use it for or how we use it. And sometimes some of the larger items will make by order. I mean, if order comes in and we've only sold just a handful of them, we monitor that and then we make the decision. Do we pre-make them Uh, like we do our flex rods? We know we're making flex rods every day because we sell them. We're selling the crap out of them every day. But if a product like a new canoe anchor for a frontier 12, you know, we might wait until that one comes on order, let the customer know, it might take a couple extra days, but that, yeah. is, but then that doesn't tie up our plastic or tie up our time. So it's one of those things where, you know, because I've, we talked about this today with some, some folks. They've been asking us, how do you guys make all the stuff that you make? We have a hundred, shy of 140 different skis right now.
2: Mm hmm.
4: And it is kind of insane when you step back and you look at it. Now it's taken us four years to get to that number. But when you look at that sheer volume of SKUs, that's a lot, for especially for a smaller company. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot to keep up with. I mean, for us, the hardware uh, differences, uh, man, we've got just about every kind of bolt and screw you can think of. Um, <laughs> yeah, I believe you know, it. And it's a, so it's a, it's a bigger investment because we have to – we have to have all that stuff on hand. And we, and right now with supply chain, we've had to buy in higher volume to maintain priority. So it's been a bigger, this has definitely been a bigger investment year. We've also brought some newer equipment into the shop, which, you know, is, is also been a a bigger investment. I mean, as far as our sales, we've, you know, Mm -hmm. we've been right up, we've been right up there with last year for the most part, which has been Mm -hmm. pretty awesome. Um, uh this this month I've seen a little bit of a of a of a decrease but it but that's really to be expected. I mean especially with the interest rates doubling since March. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah you know I, I love the fact that we're being told we only have seven percent uh inflation when everything else has gone up double digits or even triple digit. Yeah. Um so that that does weigh into um what we manufacturing the industry and and you're going to see that with every company we have to take all that into consideration what i'm proud of is we've been able to actually get some of the costs of some of our materials down uh especially our plastic i do don't ask me how we've done it but we <laughs> we we've been able to buy a high volume and now i have multiple distributors And that's really helped us be able to negotiate prices to get them down. And it's been a blessing because that's helped us because last year they soared to an absolute all time high when I had an increase over one hundred and ten percent on my plastic. Oh, wow! we've been able to get that down. So, you know, and don't mean to jump across the board here, but but that's kind of. that's what's made this year so far a very interesting year is that it's been kind of a roller coaster in terms of the supply chain and in terms of plastic materials, but it's really increased our flexibility in terms of what we can make and what we can offer. And now it's allowed us to explore new avenues within the market, because I say this all the time, No matter how many products you think we've made or you think exist in the market, there's always room for more. There's always there. There's always opportunities when it comes to kayaks, DIY. And now Mm -hmm. for us, all kinds of other things, uh, ice fishing, camping, um, aluminum boats, all kinds of things. So for us, you know we now have bought different types of material to where we can address a lot of these things we've been wanting to do. And, uh, the underneath seat storage is, was an area that we've attacked this year. Uh, several new products, uh, that are, that we've released in that we're continuing to make different versions for different boats. So that's <clears throat> allowed us to do that. I know we'll be talking about some of that stuff and some, and, and a lot of other things, but I, I think for us, it's been really exciting for the, you know, in, in terms of, as scary as it's been this year, you know, in terms of the economy, we just don't know what the future
3: is going to hold. It's also Mm -hmm. been an exciting year for us too. That's cool. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And especially with like what you said at the beginning, I think what's so cool about Gadget is you guys, and I'm sure, like you said, I'm sure the other companies do it too, to an extent, but how you let the customer or the consumer and the market drive what you make. Um, because obviously a lot of the things when it comes into kayaking, me and Brad have talked, you know, oh, you know, it'd be cool if this would be a thing or if this would be a thing. Yeah, and it's, it's, you know, just and we don't have the
2: resources to do
3: it ourselves. Exactly. So uh, like having a company like yours where you can be like, hey, John, this would be awesome. Is it possible? Because obviously there's some things it's not. But if you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, and it comes down to like a lot of things. If one or two people are thinking about it, probably a lot of people have thought about it and just can't do it. Um, So that's, that's awesome how you guys are attacking the market that way. Well,
4: thank you, Matt. I mean, and, and thank you, Brad, too. The thing about it is you just made a great point. I am never going to pretend to be,
0: Chris trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to midwayusa.com.
4: You know, the I don't know, omnipotent master of all ideas. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, yes, in this industry we have made things that other people have thought about. We're not the, we're not the sole originators of this of this world at all. In fact, we got into it relatively late. We started our company in 2018. Attack had already been in existence at that time, I think for what, at least eight years, maybe, mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure of their history. I knew it was right around 2010, maybe even before. I'm, that I'm not clear on. I need to go back, I guess, and, and do my research there. But I mean, they've been around for a long time. We got in this game a lot later. Uh, so yeah, these things have existed But what I've loved, I guess, with the way we've set this business up is we've always maintained that, and again, I use this word too much, but this flexibility, I really do believe in it because what it's allowed us to do is examine things from a different angle. Look, there's all kinds of rod holders out there. Why should we release a rod holder? Well, ours lets your rod sit horizontally. Why is that mm-hmm. important? Okay? Well, if we're gonna do that, should we should we make it two rods? Should we make it four rods? Should we make it a thousand rods like some people would like? Mm-hmm. You know what what's the yeah. you know and and then we take all the data that we get from our emails, from our uh, you know, from Facebook messages, uh, Instagram messages, all of the feedback from our shows. And we basically take all that, we boil it down, and then we make business decisions based on that. And we can do that quicker than some other people just because of what I explained before the process. However, we don't just do it just because we think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, Look, it doesn't matter what I think about my products. If we're not addressing your needs and our customers' needs, they're not going to buy it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty simple. And so what we try to do is make sure that we're addressing that first. And then if we think it's cool, that's a bonus. But beyond that, it's really about the feedback. And that's one of the reasons why I don't go to ICAST that much. I'm not anti-ICAST. I think it's (laughs) a fantastic, it's a fun show when you're down there. It's impossible to not have a great time. (laughs) However, for me, I have way more fun and I enjoy the fishing expos like hanging out with you guys in Columbus, like I did in February. Yeah, that was fun. Working oh, East yeah. Tennessee, going to Raleigh. Um, we're kind of excited next year. We're actually going to, uh, we're going to have, a uh, my shop foreman Colton Adams, who's been amazing. He's going to be working some shows while I'm going to be working other shows around the country to areas mm. I haven't been in yet. And we're going to be able to be able to cover twice the terrain, that's a good that's idea. We've been able to cover right. this year. Instead of working eight shows, we're probably going to work sixteen to twenty. Nice. That's and awesome. Be, and be be it because uh, the north keeps asking me to come up there. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you've got the New Hampshire show, the Pennsylvania yep. show, Indianapolis. I've missed Indianapolis twice. I'm not gonna miss it again. Um that's uh, a that's big a one huge, from what I hear too. Massive, yeah, massive It'd be show. It's and <laughs> the Louisiana show out here is big. There's a there's a uh Oh, gosh, is it McAllen, Texas, I think, or right around there? They've got a huge show. So there's a lot of shows that we've missed that I don't want to miss anymore. And now being able to divide and conquer is going to allow us to get twice the coverage. I'm more excited about that than I am any any of these other shows. Now, for other types of companies and for other types of like media and things like that, shows like iCast are super important. But mm-hmm. for me, as my company... These expos give me the opportunity to sell, direct market, mm-hmm. uh, market to people that may not know about our brand, and most importantly, get R and D. We're getting paid to get R and D. I mean, we're making yeah. money from the booth, and then we get so we're basically paying to market ourselves and do research development. So I make a big investment in those shows. I buy a larger booths, and and I do that for a reason. Uh, to draw attention to us so that we can bring more people in and get more information. So for us, it's been great and it's been crucial. And, uh, and I'm driving on par- in parts of the country that I may not have been before. So that's pretty exciting for me, but it's all, I'm usually driving when there's an ice storm or I'm getting chased <laughs> by a snowstorm and I'm missing yeah. it by like 15 minutes, like I did Cincinnati this year <laughs> um, where I was basically 15 minutes ahead of a storm that enveloped Nashville. So, so that's the thing, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It's exciting times. I always think it's exciting times, but I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens, um, in the off season of this year with a lot of companies that are out there and it, uh, you know, and, but I, I'm excited because for us, again, we're just exploring new ground all the time. And, and because for us, we have the flexibility to do that.
2: Mm-hmm
3: yeah yeah exciting yeah, which is prefer- definitely definitely important especially in this market it's constantly changing kite. which is a good thing because you know we've we've talked in the past <clears throat> to where some kite companies we almost feel like they've been stagnant and they're just keep just updating the same model every year and the new update is like your rod holders moved up two inches or something weird <laughs> like it's nothing major or yeah. putting uh, a
2: rod holder in or yeah, you're
3: adding you're adding a rod holder, you're adding you know your tank well increased by two inches or something, yeah. which are good things. But you know the last two years we've really seen the market like with the P127, the Nar, the Sholey, um, all these boats that are starting to come out to where it, it it feels like it's an exciting time to be in the sport and to be in the category i guess of kayak fishing because mm-hmm. a lot of companies are doing a lot of different things and that's what's awesome about your company is that when everybody else is stagnant you're still building new things right like, you know that's what's hey, awesome co- about it so.
2: competition man it makes like the it's good for the consumers man it pushes mm-hmm. in innovation and it's it's awesome
4: i'm gonna and I, I'm glad you said that because I'm going to make a statement that I'll probably get a lot of emails for.
1: <laughs> but
4: but think about the Black Pack Pro that Yak Attack has released. If there was no low Pro Crate or low Pro Crate XD, does that product make the market? Now, they would probably argue and say JT's full of crap. But they, I was at the same fishing expo they were at at the KBF National Championship, and they saw me selling the crap out of our crate, selling out. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it has driven an influence because they happen to be nearly the same prices as our prices and they're the same sizes as mm-hmm. ours. So it, if ours didn't exist, does, 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 the consumer benefit? And I think that right there tells you a lot. Now that sounds like an arrogant statement. And, and if it does, then you know what, I, I haven't slept in four years. I think I reserve the right to say it. Uh <laughs> because we we knew the first thing we needed to do was address the 3700 box and we were the we were the first one that made a crate to actually do it you know yeah. um and do it do it where you can actually access it while you're on the water too which is still a new concept to a lot of the other people that manufacture crates ours is still the only one that I have used personally and and had several fishing professionals use that they could actually grab their stuff without having to turn their body while they're yeah. on the water
3: yeah uh, that's
2: that's the annoying part about crates it,
3: it is you yeah, don't, Or the you know you're having to you turn around put your knees up on the seat to bend over yeah. the sea like inside like i've done that before i got the low pro and i was it's just because you have to stop everything you're doing but with that i can literally i can fish reach back behind me feel my bungees flip up a bungee and i've my i've got a little special because my wife put fingernail polish on my boxes at different <laughs> thicknesses so I can feel and be like crankbaits and I can oh, there grab go. the box and bring it right out. But I don't have to turn at all. Like if I want to, it's just a quick this. Yeah, you got, got a I'm bad still... back
2: too. So that's big for you. Uh,
3: Oh, it's well, huge for me. I mean, I've got degenerative disc disease and me turning yep. around all day would just kill me. I'd be off the water way quicker. But yeah, I having had your back. product makes it easier.
4: Yeah, I had back surgery in two thousand and four, and that's mm-hmm. where that's where this product came from was the lack of flexibility that I have due to my surgery in my lower spine. And the, the thing about it is look, if you're in a new canoe, you have the you have a wonderful swivel seat that you can yeah. turn around and grab. It doesn't matter, dude, if you put it in a vault. You can get yeah. to it, okay? <laughs> if you're in a Hobie Pro Angler, if you're in a Bona Fide SS or P127, you can get to your stuff. If you're in a, if you're in a Crescent Showy, or if you're in a CK1 and you're trying to turn your body around, uh, make sure make sure you you carry a snorkel with you. <laughs> uh, you're going to be swimming, and 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 just because of the lack of mobility that you have everything looks great on dry ground okay and we i say that at the shop ad nauseum on dry ground everything looks like a winner what is it like when you're out there and not only that but in moving water in current and you and you're in a fishing tournament and you've got to you've got to get access to that bait so that you can stay in the game are you going to want to you want a fully waterproof thing with a coffin lid that you've got to turn your body completely around or stand up while the water's moving to try to access that gear? Or do you want to just use ours and get your gear fast and stay in the game and keep competing? And that's the question that I not only asked when I designed it, but when I showed it to everyone. Now I had an interesting experience and I don't know, I don't, I think we didn't talk about, but I went to California in March and I was supposed to go out there for a show. The show got canceled, like literally, a day and a half before I I flew out there. And mm-hmm. so my wife asked me, "Okay, JT, what the heck are you going to do?" I said, "Hey, I'm going because it now gives me an opportunity to get in, rent a truck, and drive yeah. the entire state and visit as many dealers. I think I went to 15 different dealers from all the way to Oregon, all the way down to San Diego." And hmm. that experience was awesome because I got to go on the coast and talk to a lot of kayak shops and those guys are saltwater. What I discovered hmm. about our crate was. And it was awesome because I, I let these guys go out on the water with our crate and they said, hey, it's the only crate on saltwater they want to use. Why? Because the ocean doesn't care about your lid <laughs> Yep. Your water is moving. You've got to be able to access your gear and you you're in a kayak usually where you're sitting low and you don't have that ability to stand up, get your knees on your seat and get to your gear. So for us, they gave us excellent feedback and I didn't have to change anything. Let's put it that way. And I and I'm talking about some great saltwater guys. We have an awesome saltwater expert, Dustin Nichols, on our team. Mm-hmm. Who who is an amazing not only amazing fisherman but an amazing person, and hey he uses our crate faithfully on saltwater. We we also realized something with our our low pro standard crate that it fits the eddy line kayaks. It's it it's small enough you can take out the dividers and still have your 3700 uh, uh, availability, but mm-hmm. it will fit it'll fit the Wilderness System mm-hmm. tarpon. You know, there's a lot of those types of kayaks that are very popular on saltwater. And us being on the on the on the California side of things allowed us to really see that and see how relevant our crate is. And that Mm -hmm. even after two and a half, these things have been out over two and a half years. They still maintain their relevance because of the feedback that we've gotten now. I'll add one more thing to this. Because of that, what we also realized was that our side rod tubes, unfortunately, were kind of on the XD, especially if you put it mm-hmm. in the Bona fide or if you put it in the Bob Shearwater. Mm-hmm. They were they were catching because they were at the same level as the ones on the rear. And we've just come up with a new upgrade, and any new XD crate bought will now include them is our rod risers. Nice. And, And that kicks those side rods up at least six inches from the bottom of the crate, clearing every gunwale out there. Yeah.
2: I was going to mention that. I'm glad you hit it because that XD crate basically fits just about every kayak out there now that you have.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And again, that, that comes from feedback that comes from, you know, listening to our customers and we have a decision, right? We can either listen, or we can just keep doing what we're doing. Well, no, we're we're going to listen. And uh, the rod risers are, are are just great because they're they're you're not having to drill into your crate. You're using the holes that already came with it, and you're basically just you know. And the, and if you look on there, right there, you'll see that there's uh, these little adjustment holes, so it allows you to um, basically lift it up or bring it down based on your preference. So. Mm-hmm. So we try to give you some flexibility, adjustability. Again, we're huge on adjustability. I've I've had so many products from so many other companies over the years since I've been a kayak fisherman that adjustability is a big sticking point with me. So it's that kind of stuff, you know, that only going on the road, constantly talking to our, our customers and people interested in our stuff, just... Just doing that relentlessly, it's how we've been able to, I think, improve as a company and improve our product line and, and keep our products relevant no matter what our competitors come out with. Mm-hmm. And again, you can use it while you're on the water. So that's a plus.
2: <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it's it's cool because uh, I ran in that issue when I got the Shulley. I was like, oh, crap, it, the rod holders don't fit. And then, like, literally, I, you must have been working on it before that. You, Oh, yeah. You turned around and was like, bam, we released this. I'm like, well, there we go. It's going to fit. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. No, I was going to say, I remember just from that, I remember Brad getting the sholey and then like the next day he's like, dude, my box doesn't fit. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, the the side rod holders. I was like, well, I mean, you could just drill new holes. Like it's the joy of it. You can customize it. And he's like, yeah, I could definitely do that. You know? And then it was like Brad said, it was like two days later. And it came out, and he sent me this the thing off uh, the post. And I was like, well, I mean, now you don't have to drill anything because John, of course, knows everything and already made it. So. <laughs> I wish I knew everything. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing
4: this, I don't think, if I did. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you're right, though. I mean, well, and let's talk about the Sholee real quick. So the Sholee, for the first time, I think, since we've been a company – I was able to actually get that kayak two days before it was released to the public. Oh, and I got it from from my dealer who who just said, hey, promise you don't show this or make a video before it officially drops. I said, okay, fine, but I had it. So the showy really drove the rod risers to be honest, Brad. I mean, it's mm-hmm. funny that you said we were working on at the same time. We absolutely were. And we noticed that with lightning and we noticed that with a couple of other brands that we were having, you know, this issue. Well, okay, cool. No matter what you, if you have that issue, uh, we're going to address it. And so mm-hmm. we came up with that. I, Cause I was thinking, I was like, look, I can, I could, you know, just tell people to get the riser kit, which we have sold a lot of those. And some people they set up high enough to where they want the riser kit anyway. But yeah. I was thinking, well, a more non-invasive way to do this is to, add these pieces and we have a bunch of that material we've got that material probably in about a nine foot stack and so (laughs) i was like well let's go ahead and use it and and make that stuff and let's go and uh we did it i'm and we've we've done quite well with it since we released it and it's really helped things and now you know we're, we're we're even working on making a more roided up box um, uh, we are, yes, we are working on a new Ooh. We're working on two, probably two new products in cool. storage, and one of them is going to involve uh, uh, the power aspect
3: of things. Oh, yes, so, so we're <laughs> Thank so we're the Lord, yeah. Hey, so as, we're, as, as a factory guy, please just let me know what yeah. it is after oh, yeah. because, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I was going to – I literally have a text yeah. written up for you that I forgot to send. I was like, hey, man, can you think about making a box for, like, a battery, too, or some power option? Because that would be sick. And, so, and and here's the
4: thing, too, guys. You know, we talked about the Black Pack Pro. <laughs> We're making a couple of accessories for the black pack pro. So, you know, we'll, we'll be happy to take Yack attack customers money too. I mean, we, we, <laughs> we, we, we want to help everybody, you know, so I, I, everybody asked me the day when they said they were releasing those products, I got calls. I got calls. I was in California yeah. at the time actually, and I got calls. They were like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I said, I ain't gonna do nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna let them release it and then I'm gonna see where the opportunities are. And I'm gonna add my I'm gonna add my two cents and add some cool products that will help that will help those customers enrich their experiences with that product. Look, there's no secret, Yakutat makes awesome stuff. I'm not I'm never gonna say that they've inspired me to get into the game. I I have no problem with <laughs> any of that. Now, what can I do? To continue to stay competitive and continue to stay uh, viable in, in in the industry, well, it's real simple. Can't beat them. Join them, man. Just go ahead and make stuff that's going to enrich that experience too. I, hey, yeah. I get ideas every day. Some of them are really terrible, but I get ideas every day, <laughs> and we'll keep we'll keep making products. That's what we'll do. <laughs>
3: yeah what's what's cool sorry brad i don't mean to cut you off but no you i don't want to get too far away from when you you know you got that sholey early and you're already making you know the the uh risers for the rods right. rod tube and uh that's what's cool about that is like i'll share this real quick on the screen what kind of benefits you can get from getting a boat before the general public does because you already had the sholey triple plates ready to go
5: that's right
3: which you know, we can talk about that a little bit to where it gives you instead of the one mounting on the rear, it gives you multiple mounting options. And then, you know, you have that and then you have what is awesome about the sholeys, that front gear track in the front. And you've already adapted the QuickStop smart cleat to it for anchoring. So that's what
2: is, I want. Mm-hmm. That is
3: awesome. And yeah. it, it offsets where mm-hmm. you can still use that track. uh but it, it it like you said, it enriches the experience so for sure. you know customers who got the sholey and they're like, well, I could put a anchor at the front, but I have to sacrifice my whole track because it'll be right in the middle now you don't because you made the product because you had the boat early, which is mm-hmm. awesome and, and it was ready to go within a week
4: that's right and and that was
3: we saw it as
4: a huge opportunity. What's always happened to us is we're not necessarily the last to get the boats, but we're we get them much later after they've been released, uh, you know. And unfortunately, with the Jackson NAR, there hasn't been enough of them for us to get. We've, and unfortunately, we have fellow pro member Lance McWhorter who came by our shop, and he uh, happened to picked up his NAR and brought it by the shop, and we were able to actually develop an underneath the seat storage tray for that boat. And but but if we don't get access to this stuff when it's released, it kind of it doesn't handicap us. But it but to have the Shelly ahead of time, what it did, it allowed us to bring out products just for that boat before anyone else. And mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. me, I felt it was opportunity because I do believe that the Shelly is the type of a boat that's going to be a staple boat in the industry that really sets a mm-hmm. lot of trends. It already kind of has. Yeah. Um, and you know, no matter no matter what you're going to use that boat for, there's all, like I've said on everything that we do, there's always opportunities. Um, and so that's what we kind of explored. And so with that triple plate, Matt, we'll start with that. The, the triple plate was something that we learned from um, the, the Hobie experience of we made a triple plate back in the winter for the pro angler. And that was kind of the first triple plate and we made it for that. And it got such good response, especially at the fishing expos, hmm. that you know dealers, you know like Dugout and Music City Outdoors, uh, some of the bigger Hobie dealers in the Southeast region picked them up almost sight unseen. Uh, <laughs> we started selling the mess out of them, and that's been a really popular product. Well, we, I started getting emails and phone calls and all these different you know contacts about why don't you make this for other boats? And we started exploring it and the showy gave us an opportunity to make it because unfortunately the only thing unfortunate about the showy, in my opinion, and again, it's just my opinion is you got to hard mount it to the boat mm-hmm. yeah. because just because that's, you know, they didn't have inserts and I know why they didn't just because of the way they designed that back end. It's a very unique Uh, design back in and so it does make it hard to put inserts in the boat so you got a hard mount so that kind of led us to going well if we make something you got a hard mount to make it easier to add items and take away we might as well give you the option to put more than one item on the boat because it's it's almost a waste of effort if you don't so we kind of took that hobie pro angler triple plate kind of feel to it put that back there what we discovered with that plate is uh we've added uh, plenty Mm. of holes in it and the reason why we added a couple more holes that same plate will fit the bona fide Uh, oh wow nice uh, ss ss um 127 p 127 it'll you know it'll fit uh hobie outback Um, it'll fit your all of your jackson boats uh, we're going to, on those models, we're going to include a spacer plate underneath it to lift it up over the lip. Kaku, uh, the Wahoo, the uh, the different Kaku kayaks. Anything that uses that that 4 uh, bolt pattern that you use for micro power pole, uh, that triple plate, this particular triple plate will fit that. Now, what we did, you're showing a great top view right there. What we did, we added... Um, we added two holes to make it a true uh, power pole mount, uh, but you see the other holes right there for the show because we're using the handle um mm-hmm. bolt areas that so the only two holes you have to drill into the sholey we made it as easy as we possibly could i don't like drilling holes in boats i don't care if you're experienced <laughs> i don't i mean brad is a brave soul for drilling his uh for i mean cutting his entire <laughs>
3: front hatch out man I, I tell you what man i was i was when he was talking about it. i was like yeah man maybe you just don't have to do that though like maybe you can just I did- leave it
2: alone I like, didn't bat an eye when I did it, dude. I just, I well, got home from work and I just cut it out.
3: Dude, man, it's the same twice. thing as when I was running power for my RS. You're just like, yeah, dude, just a one inch hole. I was like, yeah, it's just a <laughs> one inch hole in my boat. It's fine. Yeah, it's, yeah, what are you uh, talking Brad, about?
4: Well, you know, you got to think about it. What Brad does for a living, he is very competent with power tools <clears throat> and he can do that. I, I, and I'm, I'm competent enough with power tools, but uh, it's, I don't. Cutting a hat, cut cutting the whole inner hole out. Oh, There's no way in the yeah. world I'm ever going to do that. Mean. So we made <laughs> this as easy as possible to basically mm-hmm. use the two handle holes to line up the plate so that you can easily drill not one inch holes, but you know, uh, quarter inch holes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And and those, and those top two in those top two right there, and then of course we give you the associated hardware to easily mount that. So. Uh, so that kind of led to our discovery with all the others. We were like, well, look, if we add two more holes there, uh, for the bottom part of the micro, uh, um, pattern, then that allows us to open up to Hobie Outbacks. That allows us to open up to, to the Bonafides, to the Jacksons, to the, the Cacus, you know, uh, the Crescent SUP plus, which actually is my favorite product that Crescent makes, but, um, that's just because I just love, I love fishing SUPs. That's just, that that's, that's my jam. I'm get that's why I'm yeah. excited to get the Zulu. I'm getting a Zulu, uh, this week. So I'm excited for that because I love those types of boats. Um, but that's the thing, you know, so adding flexibility, uh, to your mounting and, and making it easy, uh, to mount things that just, that so fits, you know, our profile. So that triple plate was one of the products that, that kind of, that kind of pushed us in the direction of the show. The other thing, the next product that is actually, uh, been a surprise to us. You guys know our most popular product is the flex rods. Yep. Uh, the flex rod has been just, we released it last year and it, it just, it, uh, it continues to perform remarkably well. Well, the one, the one problem with the flex rod, is for the smaller and not necessarily smaller boats because the show is not necessarily smaller, but it does ride a bit. You do sit a bit lower now with the show, you have the high position. However, mm-hmm. you the paddle, I should say, the main paddle only crafts the fletch rods sit a little bit too high and they could they can uh, sometimes interfere with your paddle stroke the mm-hmm. with the showy there's an added problem if you look right there this is a great picture where you have that you have mm-hmm. that pronounced lip there yeah and and so that that added another problem with our traditional standard um, flex rods that we have the paddle holder in the middle and two rods on the side it butts up against that and it doesn't allow you to really mount it in there flush so we knew we were going to have to make a new flex rod product
0: and
4: That's where we kind of put on our thinking helmets and we were like, okay, let's do two rods without a paddle holder and, and let's go ahead and make it sit lower where, and also stop on the exact outside of the boat. So it never interferes with your paddle stroke. I went out on the water with the sholey with those and it was, it was awesome. It was really eye opening. To see what a difference it made what's great about this about these micros is this also these also work on the ck ones these also work on the ultralights these also mm. work on the light tackle so all the crescent line has now been addressed with this one product plus you look at vibes, uh your vibe Seaghost 110s, your vibe seagos 130s, your Bob Yellowfin 120s and 100s, your hoodoo element 95s, your you know, uh your tempest, all those types of paddle, main, mainly paddle type boats. This is a perfect accessory for it. Plus, they're cheaper. They're $32.99. Um, they're they're fifteen dollars uh, difference, if my math is correct, than than the full flex rods. And, and it allows you to buy two pair of them and put them on each side. Now you got four rods horizontal if you want. Now, yeah. now Brad had a lot to do with this, but he said, <laughs> Hey, can you add, can you make a version where you add the paddle holder back? And I was like, Oh dang it. I, I guess we better look after that. <laughs> so we now do have a version where you can have the paddle mm-hmm. uh, paddle in the middle as well. So, and And um, there was something interesting that happened on Facebook where uh, one of our customers, um, you know, really wanted to have a three rod holder without the paddle holder, Mm -hmm. but also sit as low as the uh, as the micro. So now we've got a new version coming out of a flex rod (laughs) micro three rod holder. Um, cool. that, that is actually adjustable too, because what I did, what I learned with the flex rod micro is you have those mm-hmm. two, you have those two holes there where you can pick, you know, to the, you know, to the middle or I'm mean, not to the middle, but to the outside or the inside. So they're actually somewhat adjustable. Well, these have three position areas, one in the middle, one on the left or right. So it does give you some flexibility, even though it's one piece. So yeah. that's actually going to be released this weekend, uh, either tomorrow or friday depending what i have time to do and uh
3: so the three the the micro three rod will be will be out um that's that's awesome because you're not only adjust like for instance on the p127 yeah. having the three rod my my paddles i'm one of those guys who i still like to have my paddle up near me but at the same yeah. time i'm just gonna have to i, I it comes with the two paddle holes in the back so man, i'll play with that and see if i like it but if i end up liking that that P-127 has two rod holders built in to mm-hmm. the seat in the hall.
5: Mm-hmm. And if you
3: have these micros with three rod holders, like space that out and I could theoretically take six, seven, eight. I had to do math in my head because I'm stupid. You could take eight <laughs> rods out with you in a horizontal position. Yeah. And what not have it? to worry about, you know, having rods sticking up. Like it, it creates a whole, like no matter what boat it is, it opens yeah. it up big time.
4: Well, absolutely. And the and and, and then my shop foreman who's also an avid uh, kayak fisherman. He also reminded me of, well, you know what, that three rod holder. Go ahead and make it for the uh for the uh for the True Flex rod, the adjustable version as well, so we're doing that too. So, yeah, we we're, we're now going to have about five different variations of this product. That's uh, see, I mean, that's awesome.
2: I think having the paddle holder for the Sholy version, the Micro yeah. Sholly version, I think that was important because
4: Limited when you're space, using yeah.
2: Yeah, when you're using these uh, micros with the sholey, you kind of lose that ability to use the uh, paddle park that they designed in, inside the boat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was kind of struggling. I was like, where am I going to put my paddle if the new rod holders, the new micros don't have it? That's why I reached out to you and asked you about it.
4: Yeah, I mean, we and again, it's like when I get that kind of feedback, then I had a sholey in the shop. I could then go over to it and go, you know what? he makes a great point let's uh put that back in and it took me all of about 15 minutes to do the file and then another 15 minutes to set the tool pass and run the file so it was really
3: hard uh for us to <laughs> to be so flexible yeah um, i mean i can i can oh sorry brad go ahead i've cut you off like eight times I'll anybody
4: it. else that would have took them it would took them probably weeks and if not months to do yeah. that. And that gets back to our original point of flexibility. That's why that's why that's our bread and butter. If we're known for anything, it's listening to our customers and be able to respond before anybody else has even got the chance.
2: So, so what, did, what did you do different exactly with the micro, the, the regular version and then the sholley version? Like, did you shrink the holes a little bit?
4: Yeah. Yeah, we did. We did modify some of the rod reach and, and, especially now with the three rod holder we got rid of those semi-circle nubs we we just we just realized being out on the water don't why put anything in the way to obstruct Mm -hmm. uh your fishing rod or line so we'll probably retroactively apply that to you know for the play the 23 models of all of our flex rods we'll probably not have those little you know those little semi-circle notches any any longer Mm -hmm. uh but we did make them a little we did space the if you look like especially on this product you'll see the v being kind of offset we spaced those out so there there'd be more room the Mm -hmm. one thing and again i love the Showley. i think it's probably one of the most uh feature rich boats especially Mm -hmm. in its price point on the market but the but we also know that drew Gregory likes bait casters and he doesn't really like spinning rods very well. And we wanted to make sure that we had a product that would allow Mm -hmm. the users that use spinning rods to be able to accommodate them as well. I, I believe there's always room to have your cake and eat it too. And (laughs) and I would be, well, I I weigh 240 pounds. Obviously I like cake, but, (laughs) (laughs) but the thing is with this, for us, we look at there's always opportunities no matter what happens. And and there's no such thing as a perfect kayak because we're all different people. We all have different needs. And so we want to present you with as many options as we can humanly possibly afford to do. And and that's why we, we're going to have like a bazillion <laughs> options for the flex rods. Because, again, this is all comes from feedback from thousands of customers that have bought this product to tell us what they wish it had. And again, that gives us the opportunity mm-hmm. to even look at the meat of our own products and to readdress things. And so I think this flex rod micro and again the show bin in our shop really initiated a lot of positive movement and a lot of mm-hmm. positive products that we've we've already had a lot of success with.
2: Very cool. Oh, Matt, you were going to say something earlier.
3: Yeah, I was. It's it's going off, you know, how you messaged him about losing that paddle feature. Um, I think that's what, John, you've talked about this in the past and you've talked about it a couple of times already on the show. You know, you, you don't know everything. As much as you wish you did, as much as I wish I did. Oh man. Uh make life way easier. I think we both agree on that. Oh yeah. I'd um, be a
4: lot richer too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Run the country. Uh, you, we yeah. wouldn't have had that conversation we had before the show started about yeah. what's going on with me. But anyway, yeah, I uh, wouldn't be
4: falling off bicycles either when they're still. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt's gonna lose it.
4: <laughs> oh, oh, I don't man. know. I mean, you kind of, you kind of got to give him credit. He was able to pull off the impossible. I'm surprised
3: he didn't get hit by a parked car too.
4: <laughs>
3: Sheesh oh john i got a great thing sorry for me, man i'm gonna text you after the uh, the show don't worry it's gonna be please, hilarious you're gonna love it please, please. uh but but I, there's hope <laughs> for me at, yet <laughs> oh no i we're on the same don't worry oh, we are the same i guess but, i can uh, lead the country <laughs> oh, <laughs> you probably could sheesh. oh man but uh, you know it's going off the fact that you you don't know everything you're you're listening to customers but mm-hmm. how you've said in the past you know and me and Brad can attest to this. We've been part of, you know, teams and things like that. That is a team just by don't feel team. like team. they, I mean, you're just there. Right. Yeah. And you know, one thing that I've found even before, you know, with all the people, all the customers out there to think it's not just all team driven. Believe me, mm-hmm. I've, I've talked to you about stuff and you've made stuff and Brad's talked about stuff and made stuff, but having the team around to where, you know, we're getting this stuff and we can say, Hey, this would be, this is awesome, but Brad, I'm missing a paddle holder, you know, is there any way we can make that? And then like, you didn't think about that, but it was in there, you made it, it took you 15 minutes and boom, now you have a brand new product. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Right. So I think, you know, that definitely goes into, you know, something that Yacht Gadget does really well and you do really well is you don't just make products, you listen to the team and the customers and stuff.
4: Well, and thank you, but it's all, you know, the danger of that too is there can be there can be a slippery slope there, because custom work is really difficult when you when you have um, when you when you basically have a whole product line that already exists. And if you yeah. do custom work, what can happen is is that everyone may expect it, and then it throws your production schedules. Plus, the dealers get get riled up because they just bought these things. And now there's yeah. a new version of it. And so I, I'll, it's always a hard road to walk with Brad. He made it a great, yeah, I'm using that as an example, the same with you, Matt, but when y'all make these, you guys are also on our pro team. You guys are factory pro members, which we're excited about. But, and the reason why that's relevant is you guys, you guys have, Uh, repped us the most and you guys have you know put our name out there the most that i've seen you know i mean you you and several other other of our pros as well but you guys have done it in a way that where that feedback is so crucial you've given us key feedback and that's what a factory pro and i've kind of had to learn that because i didn't manage our protein very well Uh, When it first came out, I was kind of horrible at it because I was so busy trying to juggle chainsaws in our own Mm -hmm. shop that, you know, that it was really tough to even get my head wrapped around. And what I've realized now is that, Mm -hmm. for example, our factory pros do more than just do a lot of Facebook posts and such. What they do is they give us key, important feedback that we've got to look at and consider. And when you talked about that, that, that paddle piece missing, I went back on the water with that boat and realized i had nowhere to really put my my paddle you know Mm because when when i get out on the boat i don't always take the time that i need to take to go through everything because it's impossible i'd be living on the water and i would be single Um, (laughs) uh but but that's the thing you know and so for me what did i do we went ahead made a new version i went back out on the water it was a night and day experience um having having that paddle and everything so that feedback is crucial and it gets—it's a fine line to walk because a lot of people start to think, "Oh, we're a custom shop," and we're not a custom shop. We can't do custom yeah. work because we've got dealers all over the country. We have—we have other people repping our products. We—we're even in talks with stores like Shields and some of the other some of the other semi chains out there to start carrying yeah. our products. We're—we're we're, we're, the more you get involved with that, you have to have a, a rigorous production schedule that you have to stay with. And because you're now booking time on your own machines and the more custom work that you do it, it it taking the time to do one item will cost you the ability to put out hundreds sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, and that's the thing. I mean, we, but you know, if we have customers that really just have their heart set on something, you know, nine times out of 10, we're going to listen. Now it, it may be completely something that, like with the case i get again brad being the example where made a lot of sense we investigated it made even more sense and we put it into action uh same with the rod same with the rod tube uh side rod tube problems with the xd crate it's like okay that's an issue let's address it now uh, but now if somebody says, hey, can you make me a box that'll have 36 rods and you can put two humans <laughs> in it and and I, we want to mount an outboard motor to the back of it? Well, I'm probably going to say, man, that sounds interesting, but there's no way in hell I'm going to be able to make that. Yeah. Um, and I'd hate to say no, but sometimes saying no keeps you from having to say yes to an audit with the tax people or a bankruptcy lawyer. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, Never really thought about that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and you do, you do have to, you do have to make those types of, of choices and it's not easy uh, sometimes. Cause we, one thing about the kayak fishing community is they're a very responsive and vocal group. And it's one of the many reasons why I love this industry because they give us so much crucial data and they don't have to do that. Um, but there, but I've worked in all kinds of industries in my professional career as a graphic designer. And we never, I never experienced that on that level before. So when I got mm. in the kayak fishing industry, the, the level, the ground or grassroots level of, of interacting with the people that use your products on a daily basis, it, it it's, it's hands down like the most rewarding experience I've had because I've been able to, to talk with these people directly. And, and make changes and in, in their lives directly in a way you know in, in terms mm-hmm. of their experience out on the water and i'm proud of that i'm that's that's the reason to be honest that is the reason i keep doing it uh you know it's it's not for the finances i can tell you that you know or the, or the headache of managing said finances but it's yeah. it's for the it's for the the fact that we've made meaningful products and we're going to continue to make meaningful products, but our competitors, guess what? They make meaningful products too. And that drives us to do better, drives them to do better. And you as the consumer ends up being the winner because before us, there wasn't as many options and the price points certainly weren't Mm -hmm. as good as they are now.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. Oh, for sure. Uh, Was there anything else that we wanted to hit on before we uh, wrap it up?
4: Uh, uh y'all go ahead. If y'all got something, I I'm not uh, gonna take over your show.
2: <laughs> no. Um uh, I don't know. Uh we can go over the lightning kayaks rudder upgrade real quick. I know it's not much, but you want to talk well, about that?
4: Well, there's actually something we can talk about. We've been dancing around this underneath storage thing for a little bit. Oh, uh, that's we, right, yeah. Yeah, the so the underneath storage systems, let's talk about that real quick. I'm gonna be honest. We caught a little flack with this product because there's another company starts with one, ends with the objective. They made a version of it earlier this year. And uh, some people accused us of copying or whatnot. Now I'll set the record straight Mm -hmm. and say two years ago, we were approached by Jackson kayak to make a quad box for Mm -hmm. the blue sky, which Mm -hmm. we did. This product is a direct variant of that. I made this product quickly because of the blue sky box was already developed. All we did was change the side dimension side dimensions and add an inner divider. Um, but it's basically the same box that we designed in principle two over two plus years ago. Plus we've been in storage accessories for well over two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I understand people's concerns, but how many different kayaks are there out there in the market? I've not had one person complain about how many different kinds of kayak or trucks or, or, or soft drinks, or there can be more than Mm -hmm. one maker of an item, right? Yes. Uh, As long as it's not
2: patented.
4: Well, yeah, but even if it is patent, even if it is patent, you can still make a similar item in the industry as long as it's, as long as it's different and it's accomplishing yeah. different goals and mm-hmm. with our product, it does. Now, now I love one objective. They're great guys. I mean, they're, 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 they are, they are down to earth, really good, hardworking people uh, like we are. And so I'm not trying to mess with any, I mean, it's just going to happen when, when you're competing in a competitive industry. Yeah. Uh, however, however, this is not their box this is a variation of a box that we released over two years ago so I will say that and that sounds petty and I do apologize but I wanted to I want I'm not I don't run away from things if somebody has a concern I'll address the concern but what that has led to is us exploring other kayaks with this same type of situation and what I did discover then during this whole process is,
0: Kroger Fresh for Everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
4: Mm-hmm. What about the mm-hmm. Outback? What about the the Moken Ten, which is one of the best value kayaks you can buy? What about the uh, the Hoodoo Tempest One Twenty P? What about uh, some of those boats? Well, we came out with a product on the same level, but it's called the Duo. And what the Duo does is allows you to put because what we discovered is all these seats were wide enough to still put two. 3,700 boxes underneath your seat before you weren't able to use that space underneath there because it's part of the mold and there's nothing to stop the boxes from running around. So we made a a divider item that basically allows you to put it and mount it or install it, whatever, underneath your seat. And for lightning kayaks as well, it fits that strike perfectly. Uh, And that now allows you to utilize that space under your seat, the Jackson Nar. The way the bar sits up and everything, we had to basically take the sides of this box or the Blue Sky box and, and, and add it an angle it to where the opening meets that bar so you can still use that area. The bonafide P-127, match getting a box pretty quick, and if that fits, then that's going to allow you to take advantage of a very large area under your seat that you couldn't mm-hmm. take advantage of before. Now... Look, are we the and all be-all in kayak products? You look, you know, I'm not going to ever say that, but we make more stuff and make more options and do it faster than just about anybody. And we're and the reason why we do that is because we see these things being real problems that really add to the experience and enriches the experience of kayak fishing. Mm-hmm. It it's, yeah. comes out of passion, mm-hmm. it comes out of caring and love for the sport, and that's why we do it. Now, now the other reason, but the, let's get back to the core reason why I made that this, these underneath seat products. I was asked to by hundreds and hundreds of customers. Uh, huh. So, again, going back to our original point, when we make something, it's not because we see something go, Oh, we can make it. No, I I see stuff all the time that I know I'm never going to make. And the reason why is because I haven't been asked to. again i go back to fishing fishing shows we've been people been asking us to make underneath storage of this type for for well over a year so so now we just we have the material in stock we have the opportunity to do it we have the staff and our shop we've now got i think we've got five or six employees now um i say or six because because i'm in the shop I'm in the shop, uh, in the office more than I'm in the shop these days. And so I'm the, or six part of it because sometimes I'll walk back there and, and get in trouble. But, uh, <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, um, we don't create anything unless our customers have asked for it. And usually a lot of customers. So this duo, uh, we had people asking is there anything we can do with, with a seat like this. And, we found a way to do it. And I think that speaks volumes on our ability to make meaningful products in the industry and also offer it for, offer it for 39 bucks. You know,
2: is that a uh, picture? Is that picture on a uh, lightning strike right here?
4: Oh uh, yes, it should be. Yeah. That that looks really
2: good. I like that you guys added the bungees.
4: Yes. That. Yeah. So the bungee is interesting. So what you would do is you would just tie it as a loop and then mm-hmm. you just feed it, so you just basically uh, feed it through your, you know, your seat bar there. And what that does is then that would just go down and attach to that that T bracket right there. And what that does is this snugly keeps your boxes in yeah, place. that's nice for when you're, you know, you know, uh, transporting or when you're going from spot to spot. The same with the Outback. Now the Outback it looks good you got, on the
2: Outback too.
4: Yeah, it and it works even better because it locks in naturally because of the way it's designed with the hat with the handles. There's handles underneath to the each side underneath that seat. So it Mm -hmm. kinda is like a it's kind of a fat eye bracket that kind of goes, lays on top of it and then just naturally locks in. You you don't you to be honest with that, you almost don't even have to bungee it in if you don't want to because it's not really gonna go anywhere. Yeah. But but that's the thing. I mean, again, and I mean and we've we flipped the boat to test it to see if it did go and It did not go anywhere. So, uh, so when we say this stuff, we don't talk out of sides of our mouth. We back it up with thorough testing. But if we, you know but again there's still what I love about our customer base is they use stuff way different than us and they give us additional data that we didn't have before and it and, and it makes a better product over time if you look at our XD crate it's changed probably nine10 times since we released it because we get this crucial feedback and this again this is our last blood. it sounds like a broken record but if we don't make if we don't do it like this people are not gonna buy our products yeah and yeah. so we have to do it and we're not, we're not perfect. And we're not, you know, we're, we're not omnipotent. However, I, I do feel like we, I think we do this. This is good. If not better than some other larger companies out there. Agree with that. Oh, yeah. hundred
2: percent agree. So, um, yeah, we hit that. We hit the, uh, box riser, uh, rod holders, uh,
4: yeah. Uh, hit the sholey
2: stuff the mounting plates yeah um, i don't know man you, you've just come out with so much i don't know yeah. I, got mo- I, about.
4: I got more stuff i mean give me the monday you know yeah let hey. me yeah let me enjoy the weekend at least sunday <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you t- t- take your time man <laughs> yeah you know i i don't know it's it kind of feels like an endless uh an endless cycle sometimes because you know but I, you know, again, if we, we keep getting feedback, we see other opportunities. We, you know, we're always going to continue to be on the hunt to make more stuff. And, and uh, I think that's something I I just, again, it's just, I think that might be our differentiator in the industry. I don't know, but, uh, but that's, I also think it's fun too, because it's fun to talk to guys like yourselves who are passionate Mm -hmm. in this sport. You give up your free time, for this sport you um you take advantage of the of nature um you do all these things that you don't have to do you you re, you do a lot of outreach to a lot of people and you got a podcast that you're managing you do these things because you love it and for mm-hmm. me when i know if i show a product to y'all and y'all go on the water and use it and you tell me it's good i know it's good then because you guys know what you're talking about well and that's not to kiss your butt or butter your biscuits. That's just to tell you, <laughs> that's just to tell you, you know what the hell you're talking about. And and when we see our customers and they, we've had so many emails as of late, man, that I'm so proud of that we, you know, usually you only get emails from customers when there's a problem uh, or they want something, you know, they, they want something new, you know, in terms of like a new product or something or they want to know if it works on something. But lately we've been getting a new category, which is people sending us pictures telling us how much they're, how grateful they are for the product and how much they love the experience. They don't have to do that. That's free time. They don't have to spend doing the Mm -hmm. fact that they're doing that. I mean, that that's humbling. I mean that to me personally, that's a very humbling thing when, when you have a customer take time out of their day to let you know how much they like your product and tell you that it's well-built or tell you that it's very effective or or they're so glad we made a new version that addressed these things. That means the world to me. I mean, again, that's just like what we talked about earlier. What keeps you in this industry? What keeps you doing what you're doing? It's, it's got a lot to do with everyone that buys our products and everyone we're associated with. So we appreciate all of our customers. We appreciate... Everyone we work with in the industry, even our competitors, I'm grateful for y'all, man. Y'all, y'all give me the fuel. Y'all give me the encouragement um, to keep doing what we're doing. I, I'm, I'm grateful for you guys and all the media guys, you know, that work so hard to, to create new stories and create new, uh, new opportunities to, to have, uh, you know, new content. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is what I, I. If you look at how much the kayak industry has changed. In the last three years alone, or four years since I've been in it, it's night and oh, day. Man. Oh, it's yeah. night and oh, day. Man. And you've got to have people like us out there. I'm not the only one doing this. You know, smaller companies. You look at Yak Hobby. You look at uh, you look at my uh, my friend SAI in uh, California. If it, you know you one objective, um, you know uh, yak it, I think it's a fellow out of West Virginia you look at all these people, man, they're working their butts off too, man. And hats mm-hmm. off to them. Hats off to uh yak attack, man. I got, I got love for everybody, man. I, you know, here's the thing. Uh, I'm almost 50. I'm, I'm too old for this backbiting <laughs> shit. I'll just be honest. Sorry for my cousin, but I'm <laughs> no, just too, good. I'm too old for it, man. I, you know, it's like, we're all working hard to achieve the same thing. That's to put food on our family's plate and to give opportunities to people around us and try to do this together. And, and, I, you know, it's a great industry. There's plenty of room for all of us. We're all going to do our thing and work as hard as we can to bring our voice and our experiences into it. And uh, and I'm glad to be a part of the industry. I've gotten, you know, I I, I love working
3: with everybody.
2: Heck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. We, we appreciate we, you for
3: sure. I was about yeah, to say, man. we're very happy that you're in the industry. Yeah, yeah, you mean just some of the stuff you made has been <clears> – <throat> Just as simple as some of the stuff is, is just all just changes the whole game of even, you know, a simple adding a paddle holder back to the micros. And it's just the little stuff goes a long way. So, yeah, we would definitely appreciate all the work you put in,
4: man. Glad to do it, man. Again, you know, when you have conversations like this, it just reminds you of what we've done. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, the guys at the shop have said, man, look, look, just just take a step back and just look at the shop and look at the shelves. We've got, we've got about a 5,500-square-foot 5, facility. They said, man, just look at the shelves. Look at what's on the shelves. Look at the fact that three years ago, none of this existed hardly. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe motor mounts and some anchor systems. But look at what's happened even in the last year and a half with all of our track-mounted accessories, our quick tracks, our track extenders, all these different products that we continue to keep coming up with. We've got another product that we're about to release that I think will – Uh, add a lot of options to a lot of people and allow them to mount uh, new ways to easily mount things on their kayak. So, you know, they, it's like, take a step back. Let's look at all that and just understand what we've actually done. And I think what we've actually done is just give a lot more options that never existed. And had we not done what we've done, I think a lot of our competitors wouldn't have had products that exist now too. And I think that just, again, it just benefits everybody in the industry. And I mean, we can all have our opinions of what we like best. And I think that's awesome because that's our God-given right to do so. But, Mm -hmm. hey, for anyone that has not bought our products, give us a try. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And I think that you'll be very, very happy with what we give you. For For sure, sure, man.
2: Uh, Matt? I think it's a good uh, good time to end, man. Do uh, you got anything else you want to add?
3: Uh, no, nothing other than John. Thanks for again coming on the show. I'm sure in the next two months we'll have you on again for all the new stuff you'll bring out. Uh, from the sounds of it, we'll probably have you on again in two weeks for all the stuff you're going to bring out this weekend or next week. So pumped <laughs> yeah. for that. Uh, the future's looking bright, man. Uh, I think we've you've got nothing but the sky is the limit, and then you're going to bust right through that, and you're going to keep innovating and change the game. So, keep keep on the grindstone you're doing great things man we well, really appreciate it well
4: i appreciate it. i'm gonna make a deal with everybody we'll keep making stuff as long as people keep buying it how about that
3: <laughs> hey that's a good deal i'm about it <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right guys uh if you listen to listen this this far thanks for tuning in we'll see you guys next week
1: have a good one
3: later
2: thanks Thank for you. tuning in
1: to another killer episode here on Paddle and finn